0: Welcome to another podcast in a series of podcasts by final year students at fashion business school london college of fashion university of arts london discuss their findings from completing their final major projects all fashion business school students are required to complete a final major project in their final year which can take two forms either a detailed research into a fashion business topic of their choice or the completion of an enterprise business plan
1: Hi, everyone. So my name is Maria Luisa Veides, and I just graduated uh, BA on Fashion Buying and Merchandising at the Fashion Business School, London College of Fashion at the University of the Arts London. Uh, for my final major project, I actually decided to not do a dissertation, and I did um, Enterprise Business Plan. And this is to the fact that um, I took the enterprise unit, which consists in creating and developing a business venture that can can succeed in today's dynamic market, but also in the future years. And as sustainability is an important topic right now, and also acting ethically, uh, we had to develop a sustainable business. And that's where Renew Fashion comes in. Uh, which is the brand, the business venture that I developed. It is um, online uh, rental and resale platform that combines the virtual reality and the C2C uh, business model uh, to help the planet and each each one of us. Um, Basically, what the platform does, it provides the digital showroom where the products are exposed. Um, The products are exposed from uh, Gen Z or millennials who want to adopt for um, their uh, products, their pre-loved products to be exposed in a more appealing way, which can sell better and also it can be just more innovative because uh, their buyers or uh, rent, renters, they can uh, like navigate the store and see products differently from how they would see on other, at, other competitors. That's why Renew Fashion would provide greater accessibility, flexibility, and this innovative layout, which is building on consumer confidence. Um, what I realized while undertaking uh, this uh, research to see whether my business can be desirable, feasible, and viable um, is that the people, the people that I have interviewed, that I have participated in my primary research in the survey which were around 130 people and in inter- interviews i had like seven interviews where the prototype was uh, was shown to them about uh, regarding the platform how it works i received positive positive feedbacks um, and they all enjoyed the the prototype saying how the the prototype is such a good quality is easy understandable it's true. I did uh, have a little bit of um, adjustment to be made due to the uh, technique on the technical part, um, which were discussed with an expert interview in the in the VR f- field. Um, but overall, the business showed desirability, and as uh, the business plan also had a financial part where we had to see uh, the cash flow, the profit and loss, if we are actually a profitable business. uh, And the figures that were uh, based both on primary research but also on secondary research, on the competitors research, on the market, Um, it showed that we can be financially stable. what uh, what I found uh, interesting while undertaking the um, enterprise unit is that it, sh- it teach you a new knowledge. And this is also the big reason behind uh, undertaking and moving towards the enterprise unit in the final year. Um, I studied buying and merchandising, and I knew the merchandising. Uh, KPIs and uh, how how we arrange together with the buyers and merchandisers, the uh, collection and how we launch it and uh, everything starting from the beginning with the creation process until the store and markdowns and everything. I wanted to see something new to expand my knowledge and the enterprise unit actually allowed me to do this um, because here we're we are thinking about how we can manage a business ourselves. We are no longer um, following the rules, or uh, we have to. We have to think outside of the box. We have to find something innovative to be desirable, or to find a need in the market. And that's where um, it was a bit competitive, I can say, um, as we had to find something that. There are many secondhand platforms, but you have to find something that would catch their attention. And that's where the VR was introduced and the competitive price um, set for a listing for one month. And uh, the fact that uh, Renew Fashion allows both uh, uh, clothes from high street brands, as well as high-end into the virtual store from both men and women and children, if uh, their parents want to upload it, of course. Um, But um, also, we learn so many things about the regulations and the VAT and the the laws regarding establishing a business in the UK, which is uh, very important in case we consider uh, establishing a business in in the UK. And uh, that was pretty interesting. I didn't, for example, one thing I found out is that I didn't know that if a company has less than 85,000 per year, uh, they don't get uh, taxed, the VAT. I didn't know that because it's different from country to country. So like we learn learn new things as well as different frameworks and how to manage um, the losses the risk, the risks. Um, and that's why I, uh, I wanted to go on this path because comparing the market, the competitors, and the customers, I have done it in the past. And the building collections, I have done it. But here I was able to actually see what it means to provide the service as before I was like products, uh, managing the products, the collection, placing them here, I was able to see it on the other side of the business, not just product, like service as well. So that's why I um, co- consider the enterprise unit also, because I don't know, maybe in the future, I want to be a business one and actually have my own uh, company, so it's, it's good to have this knowledge now and um, I really enjoy the enterprise journey uh, with uh, the um, teachers that I have. They were very uh, careful and having this online um, courses, it was a bit more difficult I can say that we had to look many things up maybe because we didn't have the contact like normally we would have. For example, the marketing part, I didn't do marketing um, before. I I did touch upon some of our other projects, but I didn't look that in depth. Like when it comes to launching a new business, you are no one, you're not known. So you have to like figure out what is the most cost-effective marketing. and that's when I realized, well, it's kind of expensive, <laughs> the marketing in the UK. But then I realized, even if, for example, the billboards in the metro stations are expensive for two weeks, it still would catch more attention. It's still more profitable. Also like social media marketing, I, I thought, I can say that there was um, a self-taught process in the enterprise, but as well, you would receive good guidance. So. I really enjoyed the enterprise and uh, as you choose, the, if you choose the enterprise, you also have to do the enterprise strategy unit before, which gives you the strategies and gives you kind of like a little hint on what and little help for the FMP. So um, I, I really enjoyed it and um, I would take it again if I would have to do it again because it gives you like different different view on the market as well. And it makes, makes you
0: think outside of the box. So in effect, you were you were tasked with uh, writing a business plan for uh, the brand Renew Fashion. Yes. And uh, the, in doing so, you learned all the different aspects of how a business runs and uh, the importance of product you'd obviously done quite a lot um, working with product um, having studied buying and merchandising but this actually allowed you to see the bigger picture and understand some of the aspects of a business that perhaps you hadn't fully sort of investigated before yeah. embarking on this this project so um, so um, you mentioned that there was a need for you to have a uh, something that was unique to the market. What made you decide to make Renew kind of like a sort of showroom kind of model?
1: So I've seen that um, virtual reality was emerging throughout 2020 as everyone was staying at home and uh, Dini is something to Engage with and uh, many companies have moved towards uh, virtual reality and uh, designing showrooms, showing products more pleasingly, giving them this feeling that they are in an actual store. So, and then I read a lot, and this thing is going to be the future is like not a short term trend. That's why even secondhand is not a short term trend, it's an actually long term trend and it's here to stay. So, that's why I incorporated virtual reality and incorporating virtual reality. That's when I realized my clientele might not be everyone because not everyone might find um, virtual reality easy or to understand or there are still people who would love to go to the actual store and actually touch and feel but there are also people who are early adopters who are more innovative and like innovation. So that's where I um, I put this virtual reality for a um, little bit of um, emerging uh, um, like uh, layout uh, and uh, innovation to bring something new to the market because um, when a product because I I've studied throughout the years and I've also watched this documentary on. Um, Netflix. Am I, I? don't know if I'm allowed to say Netflix. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, I uh, realized that when products are more appealing and they are shown in better ways, that's when they are more attractive to the customer. For example, when we go uh, on in the store and the products are not placed nice or um, uh, they are not like color appealing or they are not on shelves or they are not piled properly we don't really like shopping there we feel like i don't know it's like this is my opinion so that's why i was like some people might take the picture but might not put their um, the product to look that great and it can be great but maybe they are not sh- show it that way because they don't they just like take it flat so that's when we uh, knew fashion thought uh Okay, we are going to place it for you better. And from there, like one month, it's placed in the store. We have a nice layout. And uh, your chances of selling it might be higher because
0: of the placement. It's true. When when you when at the moment, when you when you tend to go on a lot of these platforms where you can buy secondhand product you know there's such diversity in how it's photographed you know sometimes it's on a hanger sometimes it's flat sometimes sometimes the imagery can you know can be not so appealing and it's not coherent yeah and so actually in effect what you're saying that with renew fashion you'd have all of your product really nicely visually displayed within a showroom so it will kind of give a more premium feel but also a more attractive appeal to the customer and therefore that might result in higher sell-through of um the pre-loved products yeah. okay great and just from a um sort of financial perspective because you mentioned earlier that you needed to do a financial plan uh just to sort of give the audience a bit of an understanding um did you you know with with this uh business idea Will you start uh, getting a return on your investment within the first year? Will you will you break even immediately or is there a, a time frame before which you will break even?
1: So uh, we would break even around the 22nd to 23rd month into trading. So basically around the second year. And that's where we make a little bit of profit as well. We have a loss in the first year, and this is due to the fact of the high investment of the designing mm-hmm. the of the platform marketing, which was a huge cost. Mm-hmm. Um, because as there are many platforms out there, it's, it's true indirect platforms, either for rental or either for resale, but they are. So they are our competitors and we are competing for the same customers. So, And we are no one on the market. So we had to invest um, a lot of money in the marketing, but as well as the uh, technical part. So, due to the investment, which required 150,000 mm-hmm. pounds, uh, we are not uh, making a profit. We are actually making a loss in the first year, but we are making a profit in the second year. And this is because we break even around the 20 22nd month to 23rd into trading, and then we we estimated uh, that in December, many people are placing products there for, cause there are like so many parties and they have dresses at home, uh, suits, bags, shoes that they would place to be rented for the festive period. So that's where we would make a little bit of profit as well. Um, also, when it comes to the financial part, it was very well thought because we considered because we had to do it for the three years. So we considered each year and the events happening in each month. So uh, that's where the sales would uh, be, be greater in a month period or uh, smaller in another one. And for example, it was studied that during the summer period, uh, there would be more um, more weddings take place in the UK. So that's where we would have more sales. But then in August, again, uh, many people go on holiday in the UK. So we would have less sales in August compared to June or July. But then in September, people come. So people come back home. So they would want to maybe earn an extra money from the holidays, put their summer outfits there, as well as... um, March, they might want to put their winter uh, stuff back on um, on the platform to make to earn some extra income, um, as well as uh, May. Some students might finish um, university and they don't want to carry everything home, uh, like tra- <laughs> travel with it, so they might just. Uh, place them on the platform. And this is one answer that I received in the interview uh, that, oh, after my exams, I think I'm going to start doing this, uh, putting some clothes and earn an extra income. Um, th- this was one answer from uh, one uh, boy. And uh, I was like, oh, OK, so this is, this is something that they think about. Again, in October, there is Halloween. So people might put a lot of Halloween costumes that they had from last year. Or uh, they, because they wouldn't put them at the end of the Halloween. They might put them in October the next year. So this was well, very well thought out. The sales, the listing sales, um with the events. Uh, and that's why the cash flow would make sense as well. And um, um the the balance sheet uh, it was not that helpful for uh when fashion as we do not have stocks um but uh it's still there to look at to what the business is, li- is liable or not and when fashion was liable is liable <laughs> and the uh, the profit and loss would show us whether we are actually succeeding whether we are breaking through as well and how many win units um sold listings basically we need to break through, break through. um so yeah i uh, i really like doing the financial part i actually edited the excel a bit because i felt like it doesn't really match my um business so um i asked my uh, teacher if i can and he allowed me so i explained and Yeah, it's like you can uh, move around and you can really make it for your business. Like for example, this events calendar, the marketing and financial event with the sales, I did an extra thing because I felt like this is how I better explain why these are the figures and how I came up with this idea. And this was also taken from uh, the buying and merchandising, the sales phasing. So I I did take uh, some ideas
0: from um, the course the, that I studied throughout the years. I was gonna say the the yeah, there's clearly some information that you've taken there from yeah. this of studying buying and merchandising, the whole phasing of your stock and time management, and probably even maybe some of your research into pricing um, that yeah. the product could be sold for. So just to understand a little bit the kind of uh, as a revenue generator so you as a business will not be holding stock um uh, it's a c to c model so therefore is there a a percentage commission that you take from from selling or is it a monthly subscription or so it's a month monthly listing Mm -hmm. so
1: uh we would charge Uh, an average price, there are different packages, but an average price would be around five pounds. So we would charge a product, no matter whether it's high-end or high street, we would charge it uh, around that sum from, for high street, there would be like seven pounds plus the uh, VAT uh, or a package of three products. And then it would be six pounds per product. but around an average price would be five pounds. So uh, we would charge them once they give us the order, and we and then our IT team would place it on um, on the website. They would receive a confirmation email, and from that moment on, it's staying on the website for one month. If it gets sold, uh, we we will know. They will let us know, and we will take out the product. If it gets rented, uh we would take out the product from the platform um for the rented period, and then afterwards we would still continue for one month. So the listing is for one month at an average price of five pounds. And um there would be the various packages, for example, for during summer, there would be like friendship packages at around 140 pounds for like 30 products no matter whether high street or high end Uh, so yeah we had like different packages different discounts promotions but an average price would be five pounds and that's where our revenue would come from uh, the listing and we wouldn't charge any other uh, commission or anything so from there to there from then after the listing it's a customer to customer peer-to-peer trading system so we are not entering that's why we are actually building a community because mm-hmm. and they socialize because they actually need to talk to each other and we offer them um, um, they can meet together and give them like cash they pay in cash uh, meet or, uh, and also the, like the delivery would be done in person or we offered various uh, payments methods or deliveries, eco-friendly as well because we wanted to be as sustainable as we can. So um, yeah, it was super flexible for the customer. They just had to list and navigate and, and also in case people do not want to navigate the showroom, they can just filter and our algorithm will just find the right product for you and circle it around the store.
0: Okay, so keeping it as simple as possible for yeah. for both parties, the yeah. consumer and the seller.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: And you mentioned that you did um, some primary research that you spoke to, that you interviewed some some yeah. um, like a, some of the population. I suppose was that to just sort of gather a little bit more of an understanding of the attractiveness of your idea? Um, what was the sort of feedback from those that you interviewed? Uh,
1: so uh, in terms of primary search, um, I undertook uh, three types of primary search and I used a mixed methods approach, uh, which is um, basically a survey, a quantitative and the qualitative, the survey that was intended to a big portion of uh, the, potential customers uh, in the UK. And uh, then there was two types of qualitative um, techniques, the expert interview, and this was intended to find out more about the technical part and the feasibility of the business, as he knows, uh, as, he, as he has knowledge in the e-commerce section, um, also in uh, with the VR technology behind it and how, would it be better for a startup uh, to build its operation and technical side? So that was for um, the expert interview. And after the survey, uh, I gathered further interviews with um, some of my friends and friends of other friends that uh, would um, have done, bought second-hand or have uploaded second-hand or are into this um, so um, that's where uh, out of seven interviews one of them was a bit more negative and actually it was my best friend so <laughs> I was like what and um, she was like saying that oh because I'm not really into technology you know so that's why uh, I find your idea nice but you know I'm not really into that that much into technology, so I don't know how much I would do it. I would still look, and then she also said, also I would look at, at the bigger companies. So that's when it showed me again. It demonstrated me again that marketing plays a major part in uh, establishing uh, a new fashion. So um, they would um, the expert the uh, the customer interview was basically for testing the prototype. So that's where the desirability of the business uh, was demonstrated if they actually enjoy uh, the platform and how they find it and their opinions about it. And the majority of them were, was positive. The questionnaire was on the other side like more to see their attitude like towards secondhand, um, towards the competitors. Uh, so this allowed me to do a competitor's positioning map as well. And also at each stage of the primary search, the prototype was um, improved each time based on their um, answers and based on the secondary search that uh, I was gaining through the, through the writing of the report. Um, so, basically, we new Fashion Prototype and the platform has been uh, updated like three times. And, uh, and the operation and technical part has been adjusted around three times as well.
0: So, yeah. All based on the feedback. Yeah. So, it sounds like you've got a very a thorough understanding of your business, that your business plan is very robust. It's great to hear that you have, you know, uh, researched into your idea, listened to to prospective consumers or users of the platform, and have learned from that, and then modified your plan accordingly. So, wh- when is this ready to launch? <laughs> For now, I don't know. <laughs> um,
1: I uh, I. My father also said, oh, if the market is the way it is, I think you should launch it. But in the same time, I um, I just graduated. I'm actually going to graduate. I haven't graduated yet. Um, but I think I want to gain more experience at the established company um, and then launch my own business. But yeah. I, I haven't thought about it. I'm actually waiting
0: for my feedback to see how we, how we do it. Okay, so, so learn a bit more from actually working in the industry and, and then amalgamating what you've learned from doing the enterprise unit and what you've learned through uh, studying um, BA in fashion buying and merchandising. And then uh, maybe in a couple of years time, we might see Renew or something similar launching into the marketplace
1: yeah
0: so thank you very much for your time today it's been really interesting thank Uh, you to learn a little bit more about uh about what you've been busily working on for the past year and uh, i do wish you luck and uh i i hope i hope to one day see your business Mm -hmm. launching so good luck Thank thank you thank you so much thank you bye